Hello, hello, hello. Hey, what a week. Oh my gosh, what a day. What a week, what a month, what a year, what a fucking life. Hi guys, you're with Red McQueen. She's a fucking vibe and she is really, really clinging to that coffee tonight. Let me tell you, me and this travel cup, best friends, best friends. Got myself, well, my husband. After a bit of arm twisting, got my got me a fucking incredible coffee machine, and I just I live for this coffee machine. So, like I said, you're with Red McQueen. She's a fucking vibe, and tonight we are going to vibe out. We are going to discuss <clears throat> a topic that is really, really, um, really precious to me. It is really precious to me because it has helped me immensely immensely on this journey to healing it's unreal it's unreal let me just start this coffee give me one second Jink. i really need this coffee like dude seriously all right my mouth full of coffee that should be me for a bit let's go what i want to talk to to you guys about is um today is perception okay perception so to understand perception perception is how you view things, your unique filter and how you view situations, events, even a text message, right? Even a text message. How many times have you got a text message from someone and you've read it and you're like, this bitch. <laughs> and the reality is, is that this woman doesn't have an issue with you and there's nothing wrong. She was just in a hurry and text it because she was trying to respond to you as quickly as possible, right? And that's that's just shitty communication. But anyway, perception is everything. And your perception will change with your mood. You know, if you're really emotional, you're going to perceive things um, with higher emotion. If you're really angry and pissed off, you're going to perceive things at that level, at that angry ragey level and when we're in this angry rage space we're pretty irrational and we're pretty defensive straight out the gate like pretty defensive the one thing that when we're in altercations or we're in confrontations or whatever with other people is that we don't see things the way they do because their perception is very different to ours okay so I had what actually got me thinking about this and wanting to do this podcast is because I had a moment in time with someone and there was a bit of an altercation and it wasn't, it was barely an altercation to be honest. And they were explaining their version of events, their how they were perceiving the situation to be. And I'm sitting there and my mouth sort of dropping and I'm thinking, yeah, that's, that's not how I perceive that that is that's not how that went down but that's not how it went down for me it's how it went down for them right so when we are warring with other people we're getting confrontational they're getting confrontational with us or someone might come to you and be really emotional about something that you think is really not that big of a fucking deal right we we fight and we get judgmental, and we get shitty, and we get into this weird space, and nothing gets resolved because we are only looking at it through the lens that's in front of us right now, right? And that's something we've got to 
connect with. So for myself, don't come at me with anything a week before my cycle, my monthly cycle. Don't come at me with anything because that lens a week out from those hormones, oh she's she's not a good lens. You you don't wanna you don't wanna battle that lens, I tell ya. I am a woman that lives in a house full of men. This house is just testosterone laden. My sons, my brother, my husband, my fucking dog's a boy, my canaries are boys, you know, and I've, I've definitely said this before. So a week before the old uh, period rocks into our world, I swear to God, these guys don't even talk to me. Like, they sense it. It's like they can smell it in the air. And they really pick and choose the conversations very wisely with me. Because in that week, my 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 lens is shit. Like, I'm going to be offended by everything that I wasn't offended by last week. Right, so my lens is off. And they know this. The week of and during, I'm fine. I'm fine, I'm starting to settle down, get back to normal. Um, I get a little bit needy. If you ask my husband, I'm, I'm a pretty needy person at that time of the month. I, I really play it up. Like, I, I like tummy rubs. I like to be felt sorry for. It's just, it's just my rite of passage being the only female in the house, right? But it's in that week that my lens starts readjusting and going back to normal. And everyone appreciates that, let me tell you. So, yep, pretty irrational, pretty emotional. I'm definitely one that'll scroll through social media and be seeing fucking American Idol and a golden buzzer go off and I'm crying, like I'm, I'm, I'm crying. It's ridiculous. But anyway, <laughs> back to perception. The one thing that I have learnt and that is to actually really listen to people. Work really hard at listening to people and answering their questions as truthfully as I can in those moments especially in those moments that are a little confrontational because when we're talking about confrontation generally we're talking about high emotional states of being now you can be standing there and someone can be confronting you about something and be incredibly calm and then they start yelling or you might start yelling yourself right people start yelling voices are raised emotions start running high and shit turns wild pretty fast. And I hate that. I hate that. I, I used to love it. I used to be all in, man. You want to fight? You want to rage? You, you want to get in there? Man, I am there. Let's do this. Like, I got some shit sitting here. I wouldn't mind offloading. And if you want to dance this dance with me and have this big verbal fight, I'll, I'm, I'm all in. Let's go. And it got me nowhere. It gets you nowhere. And I learned that over time, being around a lot of people, observing people, um, and that that people yell and scream because they don't feel like they're being listened to. And when you don't feel like you're being listened to, you raise the volume. You just automatically raise the volume. And then, so you, you know, you start getting a little louder. Still not hearing me? Let me amp it up a little bit more. Still not letting, hearing me? Let me scream. Let me scream in your face. Let me yell, scream, punch things, throw things. Let me show you that I'm upset. I need you to hear me. And the one thing I hate is being yelled at. I, I, I'm not a fan. Not a fan of being yelled at. 
So I've learned to just stand there and listen to people and not be defensive. Listen to what they've got to say. Because at the end of the day, I don't control their lens. I don't control their perception. And when we're thinking about the innate, intricate parts of each individual human being, which is fucking amazing, by the way, when we start thinking about that and their life journey and maybe the the shit they've been through this month, this year, this week, this day, this last hour, when you are in these spaces with people, all of that comes to play, into play. All of that comes to the fore. And that is all defining the lens that they're looking through in that moment you're in this confrontation with them. And you may not be in a confrontation with them. You may be chatting and it becomes a confrontation. When this is happening, I really, as hard as it is, because it's something I've had to practice. It's, for me, something I've definitely had to practice But you need to stand there, really, and and listen to people. They're telling you something because it's important. It's important that they are heard. And I'm not saying stand there and take people's bullshit, crap, drama, stuff that's not your issue. I'm saying if they're trying to resolve something with you or they need to be heard, at least give them the time, enough time to hear them out. Hear them out with no judgment. Hear them out knowing that their lens is their lens and yours is yours. Because when we're in this space, there's your side, there's their side, and then there's the truth. All three will never be the same. The truth is the truth. The truth sits all alone in its own little entity. My truth is via my lens, and their truth is via theirs. Alright, so you're never going to agree. Accept that. I was sitting there and I was, like I said, I was in this moment in time. I won't even call it an altercation because it really wasn't. It's in this moment of time with this person. And they're showing me stuff through their lens and how it affected them and what it was like for them. And like I said, I was pretty blown away because I didn't, didn't see any of it like that at all. But they said to me, we, we had a lot of different events happen and... They said to me straight up, why did you do this thing to me? That hurt, that hurt me, you know? And they didn't say it hurt me, they just said, why, why did you do that? Why? And look, this was an event that happened a very long time ago, and I honestly can't remember why. And, and that's what I said, I, I don't know. I don't know. I had a stab in the dark, and I guessed, but... The reality is, is it was a stab in the dark and a guess. And I think it was an educated guess. I think I was pretty bang on. But I couldn't give them an answer. And I think that's really important to remember that when you're dealing with people and you're getting in people's space about old shit, they're not going to remember half the time why. This isn't a cop-out. They genuinely don't remember. They really, really don't. And even then, if they do and they give you the answer... Are you going to be satisfied with the answer? Like, is it going to be sufficient enough? Because they're giving you the answer via their lens and you're receiving it via yours. I can say to you, the sky is bright blue today and you'll look at it and be like, no, it's a little overcast, it's a little grey. My lens is saying blue, yours is saying grey. Neither one of us are wrong because it's what we see. It's how we perceive it. I'm receiving the message 
of what colour the sky is completely differently to you because we are two different people, two different entities. Okay, that's real time. So with all of that, you've got to start thinking about these things when you are dealing with anyone in any situation. It could be a really beautiful moment. It could be a wedding. You're at a wedding and you're standing there and you're like, wow, this is a beautiful wedding. It's a lovely day. It's gorgeous weather. This is just a perfect day. And you're just standing there enjoying, sitting there enjoying this beautiful ceremony and you know, there could be a thousand flowers surrounding you and the smell's just incredible and you are just loving this day. Life is good, this is your friend or family member, you're just so happy for them and, you know, you have a few tears, it's emotional, it's a day full of love. And then you could look across six chairs over and there's another person sitting there, just sullen, just, just blank-faced, fist-clenched, watching the day, watching the wedding. Why are they like that? I mean, this is a wedding, right? But you don't know their story. You don't know if they broke up with their partner three weeks ago and they really don't want to be celebrating love right now. It's not on their radar to do. But they're there and they're trying to be supportive. Or they really don't feel like this wedding was how a wedding should be or whatever. Whatever the reason they're not enjoying that moment. That's their lens. You're both staring at the same thing. And you're both receiving the messages differently. You're both perceiving it differently. And that's okay. Accepting that is okay is the first thing you need to do. Accepting the fact that your lens and is, is unique to you. Your life experiences, the people around you, the lessons you've learnt, the, the amount of healing you've done is defining your lens. I... Really, like I said, I love being around people. I have a real love-hate relationship, actually, with being around people. But for the most part, I love being around people. And I love discussing different events and different things that are going on in the world and just things like that and putting forward our views. And I always try really hard to learn in those moments because my views don't match other people's. You know, everyone's got their own opinions and stuff. And I enjoy hearing them and receiving those messages the one thing that it's worth investing in, <clears throat> I've noticed when it comes to being in altercations with other people, it's like I said, there's their, there's their lens, their truth, there's your lens, there's your truth. There's normally other people floating around. You know, and if you are struggling because you guys are not seeing eye to eye, because like I said, we're all talking about lenses, we're talking about perception. Don't be afraid to go and seek the guidance of others and, and look through their lens. Say, here's the scenario, or you saw the shit unfold. What did it look like through your lens? And I'm telling you, through their lens is one of the most truest lenses of the night because they're not emotionally invested in this situation, right? They're not in this confrontational space, they're observing they're observing body language and they're observing how you move and how you speak and the volume of your voice. It is a really good time to go and sit with those people. Humble yourself and say, help me. Help me help me see. I'm an incredibly forgiving, 
woman, there are gonna people there are gonna be people that argue that and that is okay. That is their perception of who I am. And I will work with someone and go through process with someone over and over again if I love them and I care about them. And I want to gain an understanding of them. My best friend is the polar opposite of me in so many ways. But her lens and my lens are very different. And I have spent years, as she has, putting myself in her shoes and looking through her lens. Because I know her really well. So I know a lot of her story. And I can see it from her view. And I love that because... I learned so much in that space. You don't get to tell people how they see the world. You don't get to tell people how they smell a flower. You don't get to tell people how tomatoes taste like shit when to them they taste amazing. That's their human experience. That's what they're doing right now. That's, that's their life journey. You don't get to dictate to anyone that this is how it's going to be because your lens says it's how it's going to be. It's like when you can have two people in a room, both have had an identical, you know, an almost identical childhood. One will say to you, you know, I got, um, I got beaten up a lot when I was younger. And that, but, you know, I'm good. It doesn't really affect me now. I've done a lot of healing around it and, you know, I'm working through it. And then you might have another person sitting there saying, when I was seven, my mum spanked my bum and it traumatised me for the rest of my life. Right? And when you're sitting there listening to both stories, you're thinking you got spanked at seven and it's ruined your fucking life and this woman has been beaten for the last 14 years of hers and she's okay we don't get to control the lens we don't we don't get to pass judgement because their lens is different than ours it's all it is and look hey some people are right fighters they'll fight to the death to be right even though they're wrong and they know they're wrong that happens too But staying optimistic, spending the time to listen and try and gain an understanding of where this person's coming from by asking a few more questions. That can be the thing that really saves relationships and it can be the thing that ends them. The other thing it can do is it can teach you so much about A, that person, and B, why shit unfolded the way it did. I just recently, and I got permission to speak on this, I just recently um, sat with a friend and her father reached out um, after years, years of no, no connecting and reached out the classic way that people do these days. They friend request you on Facebook, right? And my, my friend was thrown into a bit of turmoil about it, you know, as you would, this is out of the blue, what the fuck, what's going on, and we had a lot of discussions around it, and it was awesome, because a few of my friends come to me, because I, I lay it out pretty straight, I don't sugarcoat shit, I am not the tooth fairy, if you want 
some real conversation, I, I will give it to you. If you want that truth, if you want all that, I'm, I'm here. I'm all for it. Let's do it. And we went through all the different scenarios and we went through all the, you know, all the different outcomes that could happen and, you know, what what would regrets look like? Would you regret doing it? Would you regret not doing it? And went through all of that process with her. And ultimately, it turned out that she came to the, the idea that, no, she didn't want to deal with this. She didn't want to do this right now. And we had a lot of conversations around it. And that was it. She cut it off. She blocked, deleted, all of that, and moved on. I found it really bizarre, and so did she, that had reached out after decades. Decades. We're not talking about, you know, six months. We're talking a couple of decades. As a, as a daughter, to me, a couple of decades, she left it a bit too late, bro. Just saying, like, what the fuck do you want me to do with this now? If this was me, I'd be like, what the fuck, man? What are you doing? A little too late. All right. But then... I, that, that's me. That's me. But it's always good to go through those pros and cons. But we had some really honest conversations and I shared what I knew and I shared my experiences and what I've learned over the years and she shared a lot of personal stuff with me and we navigated the space and ultimately she went away and she worked through it and came up to this conclusion that, that she wasn't having a bar of this. And... There was so much craziness and turmoil. And it really wasn't craziness, but there was a lot of turmoil going on in this space because this was like thrown completely out of left field for her. But the second she made the decision, it all stopped. It was like someone turned the crazy tap off and everything went calm and quiet again. Now, I can see through her eyes exactly what she's saying. I can definitely see it. I think she is well within her rights, either which way she went. And I told her that. You do you, man. <clears throat> I will support you 100% of the time. Always. And then I've got this friend sitting there before me going, why? Why now? Why? Like, what, what the fuck? You know? And all I could think of was, I'm trying to look at it from his perception like, well, it's never too late. You know, for some people they think, well, it's never too late. It's better now, now than never. Not that that was a good, <laughs> not that that was a good um, reason to connect because he had this, possibly had this mindset. And like I said to her, you don't know how he viewed how shit went down. You don't know, perception is everything. How he's perceived the past is how he perceives the past and you have no control over it. And the thing is, is that when you've got no control over other people's perception, because you don't, choose whether you want to deal with their perception. If you're quite happy with your own view of it, why, why, why bring this person in and why have this argument? You have your view. You stand by it. If you're not invested in this person, just move along. If you don't want to have the argument or you don't want to sit there and listen to them explain themselves because your perception is the only one that's important to you in this moment, that's fine too. Let it be the only fucking perception that's, that matters to you. But when you're out there and you're dealing with people, anyone, you might get a shop assistant that's a real bitch to you, right? You've got the shop assistant and she's just rude as hell. 
you don't, you know, we all love great service anywhere we go. We're spending money. We want good service. But it's it's a good time when you recognise that and just say, you know what, man, I don't know what's going on. I don't know you, but have a great day. Have a better day. You don't know if they're at work and some huge traumatic events happen as they've arrived to work and they can't leave because they have to make that money because they have to pay rent. And they are just trying to hold their shit together. And the fact that your lettuce is not as plump as you would want it to be (laughs) is so fucking minimal on their radar of what they're dealing with right now that they just look at you like you're so fucked. Or that you're complaining because they didn't smile or they weren't cheery enough for you. When they are going through hell. You don't know what's just happened. You don't know if two customers before you screamed in their face so bad that they had a mental breakdown behind their checkout. You don't know. I have, like I said, I have um, two adult boys now. Adult children, which is fucking bizarre to me. But anyway, I have two adult children. And... I sit there and I listen to them and their view on the world is incredible. Their view on how shit should be and how life is blows my mind. And I love listening to them. And ever since they were young, sort of heading into their teens, you know, they would come to me and I'd say, Mum, you know, especially my oldest, Mum, can I go here or can I go to this party or can I do this thing or whatever, and I'd say no, straight out the gate. Be like, no, we're not doing that, you're not going to a party, you're too young, blah, blah, blah. And he would sit there and he would challenge it, and he wouldn't challenge it disrespectfully, he would say, you know, I think you're being unreasonable because X, Y, Z, and he'd really break it down and explain it to me, and I'd go, you know what, with all that being said, go. If you hear people out, including your children, and they show you their perception, and then you have to make a decision based on that, based on what you know of their perception and what you know of your own, then you're making an informed decision. And this is what I said to my friend, make an informed decision. If you're going to make a hard decision, make it an informed one. So I said, if you want to hear, hear him out before you block and delete this man from your life, your dad from your life, permanently maybe hear him out first and have the whole story she didn't require it to make her decision she was just like no nah, fuck it I'm good you know but my kids they will come to me and they will plead their case and they will give me facts and figures and mate, honestly for some events if I wanted a powerpoint presentation I swear to god I would have got it but I love listening to my kids because you know as much as I don't want them to be right especially my oldest 99.9% of the time they are and I'm being a little unreasonable but when they are discussing these things with me I'm then making an informed decision when they're handing over their view and how they see this situation and how they see this event panning out I'm then making an informed decision so after you tell me all of this and I still say no I've made an informed decision leave me alone or you know what you're right I am not being reasonable Let's do this, go, do you, I'll drop you off, I'll pick you up, or stay with your friend, or whatever your plans are, right? So, working in a space when you're dealing with people in any area, perception is everything. Perception is everything. 
How many times have you gone to the GP, like the doctor's office, and you've waited in that waiting room for an hour? And it's like my appointment was 10 past 3, it is now 10 past 4. I had to turn up on time for my appointment, and this mofo is late. Like, this is bullshit, I'm waiting, I'm sick, I'm tired, I've had enough. The last thing that doctor needs is for you to scream in their face. <laughs> Let's start there. Don't, don't bite the hand that can heal you from your illness. We, we don't want to do that. But we don't know what's happened in that clinic during the day. We don't know if they're an hour late because someone else was in the office earlier that day and they were trying to talk them off a ledge. And they saved a life. Or if someone, you know, came into the clinic and dropped on the ground and had a heart attack and they were there trying to keep them alive. We don't know. We don't know why we were waiting that hour. Our perception is, this is bullshit. I was here on time. I'm tired. I'm shitty. I've got my kids with me. I just want to do this appointment and leave. You are just being an unreasonable, thoughtless person. Or you could look at it from their view. They're tired. They've been through a pandemic. They're scared. They're dealing with scared people. They're dealing with, like I said, strained mental health. And they're exhausted because they just talked this guy off a ledge for an hour. And then you come in and you're left in a waiting room because you've got the common cold. Perception is to them, Jesus Christ is a cold, move on. I just saved three lives today and we're talking about your cold and you're yelling at me. Don't let people disrespect your time. But don't disrespect people that are having to put themselves in a position where they're having to ask you to be patient. Perception is everything. Everything. And I have used perception in my healing journey a lot when I've had to really stop and put myself in other people's shoes and look at it from their view, look at it from their lens, what they were going through, how their life was for them in that moment, what of their past was, was coming to the fore there that I knew of. And if I didn't do that, I would hate everybody. I'm telling you right now, I would be like, you know what, I'm just going to live in a cave by myself, maybe hit some wood, some marshmallows and a, a spare gun so I can get fish and live my whole life in this cave and not be disappointed and upset by people. A lot of my healing journey has involved other people. It has involved other people that have done a lot of the hurting that I have pulled in to do a lot of the healing and I've gained a lot of understanding I now no longer think that a lot of these people are just monsters because I've looked at their life through their lens I've looked at their situation through their lens I've not excused behaviour you own your behaviour with me man you did this thing, you own that shit but when we go and look at perception and we start looking at things from other people's view, we're educating ourselves. This is knowledge. We're learning. We're learning on our feet, man. <clears throat> we're learning the intricacies of people. And it gives you a deeper understanding of that person and how they tick and how they move. And that's amazing. Because then that relationship and that friendship or, or whatever it is you're doing, that can grow. And then the altercations become less and less. There was a time when my best friend and I stopped talking. 
it wasn't my decision, it was hers. She had a bit of a life change and I was struggling with accepting that life change because it was a space where I felt she was going to get really, really hurt. She'd already been hurt a lot and I was really struggling to watch this unfold. And she is incredibly observant. <laughs> Not that she'd tell you she was. And she's seen people and come in and out of my life and she's seen how I deal with people. And she came to me and... Um, no, she messaged me actually and it was separating the friendship you know, stopping the friendship so that she could pursue this other path without feeling judgement or without completely destroying and hurting me because at the time I was getting very, very hurt by this and she knew that, she was my best friend she knows and I remember reading that text and it was so well written it was so well written, and I accepted it. Don't get me wrong, I was upset, and I was pissed off, and I was hurt, and I was angry. That was it. I, I was. I was all the emotions. But I said to my husband, you know, this girl knows me. That was the most respectfully written message ever. And I hung on to that message. Because, A, I could see through her lens... I worked really hard to be able to see, and not as crystal clear as she does, but I could see through her lens that this is how she was seeing this whole scenario. But the one thing I loved about that text message is because it was so respectful and she knows that that's what I appreciate, when she had gone through the part of the journey of her life she needed to go through that I couldn't be a part of, and she came out the other side, She a couple of years later, she felt reasonably comfortable to reach back out to me and I was feeling pretty comfortable to reach back because that relationship ended for a short while was actually a decent amount of time but it ended respectfully and that's two people that really really know each other's lens there's two people that invest invest in building a relationship looking at the world through each other's eyes because like I said, we're two very different people. And I need her. She she is my everything. And I was lost without her. I was very lost. But time moved on and I moved on and everything just rolled around and, and life carried on until she came back to me. But that's perception. She knows me. She really knows me. But in that moment when I got that text, the perception part really was me having to sit there and look at this whole situation from her view and understand and know and accept that what she was doing was because she loved me, not because she was trying to hurt me. And if I'd looked at it any other way, I would still not be talking to her to this day. I would have thought, nah, she's hurt me. It was intentional, she doesn't give a fuck about me, and I would have missed out. I would have missed out big time. Perception is just such a big thing. If you're having a rough relationship with your parents right now because you're an adult and you may be a parent yourself and you totally disagree with how you were raised and how they dealt with scenarios, and you're in this space where you're challenging them, or you're getting ready to challenge them and confront them, or you've already done it. Have you sat down and looked at what was happening in their lives in that time? 
What amount of stress were they under? What was happening in their world? And look, but like I said, by no means is this an excuse. We're not dishing out excuses to people for being assholes, right? But if you want to gain an understanding of what's going on, then you need to search for that yourself. You need to kind of investigate that because when you come to these people and go, why the fuck, mum, for example, or dad, did you think it was okay to behave that way and, and do the things you did? They're going to sit there and 98% of the time they're going to go, I don't know. I don't know. And that answer is not going to be sufficient. I don't know it's not going to be sufficient. Right? So how do you get the sufficient answer? You pick your ass up and you ask all the questions that give you the understanding of what they were dealing with in that moment, what was happening for them, how they were seeing the world, where they were standing emotionally. Put the puzzle together yourself. Look through their lens and go, I see it now. Does it excuse it? No. But now I have some understanding. Now I have my why answered. Not everyone can give you what you need. Because they don't know, because they're just glaring through a lens living their life. They, they don't have to be conscious about how that lens functions and what it, how it works. It's like you're standing in a room and you might walk past someone and they go, fuck, you've cracked on the pounds. Their perception is, could be, as simple as, fuck, I'm really worried about your health. I'm going to say this thing to create awareness so that you know I'm concerned. Are you okay? Your perception is, you just called me a fat bitch. Whatever, dude, never talking to you again. If people make these comments to you that you could misconstrue, stop and say, hold up, what, what, explain. Explain to me what you mean by that. Don't be confrontational about it because you don't know if it's something to be confrontational about yet till they've explained themselves. But don't be shy to stop someone and go, why did you say that? Like, is everything okay? Like, are you... Talk me through it. <laughs> Talk me through this process because right now that that's hurting. I didn't like that. And if they they really want to, you know, if they, they start explaining it in a way where it's like, well, you're actually just huge bitch, it's time to put the cake down. Well, then, yeah, no, you're a bit of an arsehole, move on. But it could be, I'm actually genuinely concerned. Are you happy? Are you healthy? Are you okay? It's really important. You don't want to throw away good people in your life. Because they made a comment that through your lens called you a fat bitch, but through theirs came from genuine concern and love. And look, hey, it's never okay to comment on someone's way, just saying. Just the same. This awareness around perception has given me the ability to have empathy towards people it's given me the ability to you know be a part of protecting certain parts of themselves and certain parts of the relationships they've had with me at some point these people that you're having altercations with you're having altercations with because they were important to you at one point. 
like perception is everything perception is everything like I said I fucking hate tomatoes they look great they they everyone raves about them but I couldn't fuck you could not pay me enough money in the world to eat a tomato mate they're disgusting as far as I'm concerned and I hate that because they look so good my husband thinks I'm fucked because I don't <laughs> I don't like them and he thinks I'm, I'm just massively weird and there's something wrong with me but that's perception like I I, I don't like that particular food perception is the same thing I don't like that behavior I don't like that movie I don't like that thing I don't like that vase you just bought I think it's ugly their perception is your taste is shit so what that's their perception it's not yours so when we're walking around looking through this lens remember your lens is the only lens that matters to you people aren't looking through the same lens as you that's what makes you different that makes what makes you unique. When you're dealing with trauma, trauma and really, really bad experiences, your lens is showing you a flashback play-by-play -play of these moments differently than they're showing other people. So then how you deal with it and how you cope with it is going to be very different to how anyone else copes with that same scenario. Not everyone fits in the box. I know I don't. And you know what? I'm cool. I don't need to fit in a box. Um, I'm good outside of the box. I'm actually good with no box. I'm good just walking around by myself in the desert. Like, leave me there. No boxes, no crates, no nothing. Just leave me up there. <laughs> I'm good. I really feel like... <laughs> working hard and spending the time, taking the time to gain understanding around others... And that's just showing a little bit of compassion and asking the right questions to see where they're at and making a decision for yourself of their intention and what their lens looks like. That's a massive gift you're giving yourself. Let's make this about you, for sure. Because in those moments you're going to realise who's all in with you and who's out. If people criticise you because they can, and that's the only reason, maybe time to move on. You don't want to look through their lens. Their lens is shit. Their lens is covered in dirt. No one's interested in your lens, dude. Like, seriously, move on. But your lens changes and moves with your moods. When I'm super happy, the world is roses. The world is raining gumdrops and lollipops and I swear to god there's an oompa loompa out of my backyard dancing away and life's great so I did this um I was doing this course because I'm a qualified massage therapist so I was doing some training and I had just had the most incredible Hawaiian massage <laughs> and life was good life was good I was doing really well I was um, getting really great grades, and I'd had a great day, I'd had a great massage, life was good. Anyway, it was about an hour or so drive home, two hours, depending on traffic, and my husband called me, and I, and I was speaking to him, and he goes, look, and I was in a great mood. He goes, I don't know whether to tell you now or tell you when you get home. I said, tell me now, because I knew it was bad news. He said, look, Tristan, you know, like your son, my son Tristan, he said... He left the computer on the sofa instead of putting it away. And our youngest child had jumped on that computer and broken it. Because he'd body slammed the couch, as kids do. 
And at the time, I'm pretty sure it was the only computer we owned. Oh, no, we had another dinosaur computer, right? And normally I'd go off my head. I'd be like, how careless is this kid? Blah, 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 blah. But I was in such a good mood. My, my lens was just fucking apparently rose, rose colored. And I was like, oh, well, you know, can't do much about it. It's broken now. Bless and release, move on. Now, one week out from her period, Serena would have cried. Devastation. Like, I could just see it now. I would have been just devastated. Like, the whole world had just stopped over a stupid laptop. And if I was in a bad mood, I would have changed the game. I would have been like, how can they do this? It's so irresponsible. Everyone breaks my shit. Blah, blah, blah. And I would have been really angry and upset. Perception changes with moods, with days of the week, with days of the month, whether it's the holiday season and you're stressed or it's holiday season and life's just fucking amazing, Christmas is your most favourite time of the year, you know, things and perception changes. It's the same like Christmas time, let's go to Christmas time, Christmas time I always say I'm going to spend this much money on my kids, you can almost guarantee I double it and get in trouble with my husband every year. Every fucking year. <laughs> I go nuts. But I'm like, fuck it, it's Christmas. Who cares? Let's spoil them. That's great. I love it. <laughs> you ask me any other time of the year? If I say here's 50 bucks, make it happen? Make it happen. Yeah, we haven't got our Christmas lens on now. Where it's all love and joy and generosity and fucking trees and tinsel and shit. Yeah, that, 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 I'm sorry, that rolls around in December. Gone by December 26th. You know, if you come at me with some extravagant shit any other time of the year, mate, I'm going to laugh in your face. But that's not going to happen. That's just not going to happen, right? But that's my everyday lens. My everyday lens. She's not She's not rocking around the Christmas tree, man. She's trying to rock around making sure the bills are paid, food's on the table, everyone's happy and fed. Everyone has what they need. I perceive Christmas time to be this time where you spoil your kids and you eat too much food and you drink too much wine, blah, blah, blah. Blow budgets, who gives a fuck, it's Christmas. Every other time of the year, yeah, we're not doing that. Christmas lens is off. <laughs> we're in real time lens now. I hope you enjoyed Christmas. You didn't miss a beat because... Christmas has been and gone. The normal mum lens is on now. Let's go. So have a think about that. I want you to think about the last time, or your most recent, same thing, altercation with someone. And it could be a very tiny altercation. It could be even someone you don't know. Right? And sit there and, and run through that in your head. Words that were said, behaviours that happened, whatever. How that whole thing broke down. Really break it down in your mind and ask yourself this one question. What did it look like for them? Did it look scary for them because they're five foot two and um, you know, five foot eleven? So I look kind of scary to them. And so maybe that warped their perception. Like, try and think about what you know of them, if you know them. 
and check in and go, what's going on in their day? Like, what's I know they're going through it. I know they're going through it. Maybe I've become a punching bit of a punching bag in this moment. And look, it's never okay to be someone's punching bag. Always punch back. Tell you right now. Always punch back. Don't tolerate that shit. But try and see things from others' point of view. It's actually really important because, like I said, you're going to throw a lot of people away in your life. Make sure you're not throwing away quality people because of a miscommunication or completely different views of a scenario because your guys' perception is not the same. Don't throw perfectly good people away. That's that's not that's not good for you. That's not good for anyone. So, like I said, go through and try and put yourself in their shoes and think about the words you said and how they possibly received them. Have you touched some nerves and you're, you're now realising it? Really think on that. And then ask yourself, fuck man, was I out of line? Could I have done better? Should I have pulled my head in? And if you should have, tell yourself that. Just be like, dude, I was out of line. Stand in front of the mirror and go, you were out of line. You need to pull your head in? That shit was not cool. And you need to apologise. You need to sort your shit out. Or, the other swing up the fucking scale and go, you know what? I'm not sorry. That's how that went down. If they didn't see it for what it was, I'm not fucking going out of my way to make them. But also, make it a requirement from people to look at things from your view. Respect the your view is different. Your lens is different. And then work work with that. Come to compromise. Come to that space where everyone's falling back in together. You know, I love... I love... Um, my Tupperware plastic kitchen containers, right, that hold all my flour and sugar and baking stuff, right? Now, Kmart, they have one that looks identical. And then my other girlfriend, she uses um, storage stuff called Sistema, right? All great products, all do the same thing. But her perception is, the last friend, her perception is the Sistema's great because it's a click-clack number. So you clip the things up, everything's easy. You don't have to wrench lids off. It's all easy. So perception for her is that's a great product. Suits my needs. My other girlfriend with the Kmart that looks exactly like the Tupperware but isn't branded is going, fuck yeah, this is some Tupperware stuff without the brand and I'm getting it for $5 a container instead of $18 or $30 or $50 or whatever stupid amount Tupperware's worth. And then there's, you know, me over here, I, I do, I love my Tupperware and I'm sitting there going, nah, it's got to be Tupperware, right or die. I like the best, it's what I want, it's all going to match, blah, 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 right? And by no means, I, I know I'm a bit of an asshole. I'm very aware of that. If you'd like to point that out, just understand, I have full awareness of how much of an asshole I am. <laughs> but I said to my mate, you know, I'm a bit of an asshole. I really like my Tupperware, it's just what I like. Her lens is, here's a cheap quality product that fits my budget and I'm going to get it. Me... I love a good quality brand and I will shop by the brand. Love brands. Um, so for me, it's like here is a good quality product and I'm happy to pay the money for that. 
it's gonna cost a lot of money. And then over here, I've got my girlfriend that she's over there buying some steamer by the bucket loads, <laughs> going, this is the best brand because of the click clack function of the lid. And it's clear and it's blue and it all matches and it suits my needs. And I can buy it everywhere. I can buy it in the supermarket, I can buy it in so many different places, right? Each of us have a different lens. Each of us have chosen containers and we've chosen different brands and for different reasons or whatever. But we've bought via our lens. We've purchased, we've made a purchase via our lens. Based on past experience, based on in the now experience, based on recommendations, based on reviews, based on opinions of others, we have made a decision via our lens and we've, we've created a lens specifically for that. My lens isn't wrong. Her lens isn't wrong. The chick over there with her sustainer containers, her lens isn't wrong either. None of us are wrong. And we shouldn't be saying each other's wrong because our lenses are all very different and that's okay. I'm telling you right now, I shit you not, my best friend, her lens is so fucking different to mine it's not even funny. Like you could not get two totally different, more different people living completely different lives as her and I as best mates and it works because we intentionally pay attention to each other's lenses shit's not miscommunicated it is not because my girlfriend knows speak speak to me your truth don't fucking sugarcoat shit tell me straight up You know, and she's the same. She appreciates that that boldness, like, tell me, don't leave me hanging. If there is something wrong, I'd rather know. If there's something we need to deal with in our friendship, I want to deal with that thing in our friendship. But you can't, You, I know I have to be gentler with her. Because if I was to go in all guns blazing, she'd, and her, through her lens, I am scary and I am mean. You know, lenses are built on things like insecurities, traumas, excellent moments, excellent reviews, excellent experiences, all those sorts of things. Her and I have lived similar lives but not so similar. We have made totally different decisions growing up and all through adulthood that have put us in the spot we are today. But you don't need to have the same lens as someone else to be close with them. You really don't. I'm not. Our lens is so fucking different. Like I said, it's way off. We shouldn't be friends. I always say to her, how the fuck are we friends? Why are you my friend? We said, why do you want to be friends with me? I'm a bit of an asshole. You know, like if I can take the piss out of you when I'm feeling low, I do it. And you just stand there. And she goes, because it's funny. It makes you happy. I don't care. I know that through your lens, your intention is good. You're not doing it to be an asshole. You're doing it to cheer yourself up. And it cheers me up. It makes me happy. So, looking at perception. Remembering that your lens is different to everyone else's. And when you are dealing with other people, whether it be sales, clerks, anyone. Just keep aware, that awareness with you that their lens is different to yours. And they're seeing the scenario on a different angle. Make sure your awareness is there for that. Don't jump the gun. 
Don't go full NATO rage on them. Don't do that. They don't deserve that yet. If they deserve it later, you know, if you got to say your piece, say your piece. But awareness, awareness around perception, super important. Practice it. Really practice it. And if you need to ask a few more questions to gain some awareness, then you ask those questions. Life's not a race, man. Life's not a race. This isn't a tit-for-tat, who's better than who scenario here. This is life, this is real time, this is happening. And we all need a tribe. So make sure that you're protecting your tribe and all the right people are there with you. Don't cut yourself short, don't sell yourself short. Don't push away beautiful people. There's a bullshit comment that through your lens was highly offensive and through theirs... They didn't mean it. So stay aware, stay alive, stay truthful. For the love of everything holy and good, stay truthful. Speak your truth. Encourage others to speak theirs. And make sure that you are having that awareness that everyone, everyone's lens is different. Just like yours. And in those really hard moments, remember that. It's super important. All right, guys. You guys have a massive, wonderful, amazing, amazing day. I'm going to finish this massive amount of coffee. I swear, I swear this is almost, I think this is 450 ml coffee cup. Like, who needs nearly half a litre of coffee, right? This is ridiculous. But anyway, I'm going to drink it because I love it. And... (laughs) Like I said, have a beautiful day, a beautiful evening, a beautiful whatever. Go out there and kick some ass. Alright? Kick some ass. And really spend some time understanding your awareness. If you're a woman, understand that awareness around those cycled months, those cycled weeks, every month. You know? Fuck, my filter is broken the week of. My filter is broken the week after. My filter is broken the week before. The way I see things and filter things isn't good. So I'm just going to, just gonna, you know, rein that in and just look after that and understand that and respect that, that this isn't my normal reaction. And this week is probably not a good week to get into an altercation with someone. You know, <laughs> always think, yeah, so this isn't a good week for me. Always say that. I've said that to a few people. You know what? I'm sorry, love. I know you want to have this chat, but this week isn't a good week for me because it's 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 like the week before my period, and I get a bit petty and a bit emotional. So can we do this maybe next week? Can we schedule you in for next week? Don't be shy. <laughs> Don't be shy. All right, boys and girls, go out there and have an amazing day, and kill it. Whatever you're doing, kill it. Go kick some ass. Go fuck this day. Like yes. Let's do it. Alright guys, you're with Ren McQueen. She's a fucking vibe. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a massive, massive week. Bye.